here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my esteemed colleague, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Dahl. Phil, we heard from some football players. We did, uh, yeah. No tweets during practice, though. No. Uh, Sean my th- Payton my thumbs took away were those re- little tweets. My, thumb, my <laughs> thumbs were restless. Yeah. What were you doing? I was just, I was like pretending to tweet. You couldn't even have your phone out. That's yeah. the rule. Yeah, no phones out. I like it. Yeah. No uh, nonsense. No, uh, you had to actually watch practice. Then. Yes. Yeah. I didn't see you or Ben Swanson out there. I was out there. You know, the whole thing? Yeah. You don't yes, have I was. To, you, don't, you don't have to lie. I was out there. <laughs> I was I was working. Oh, okay. And I was out there. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was a long practice, oh. Phil. It was for... What is today? May twenty fifth. It is. I think that is the day. It's a nice practice. We should mention that today's a special day for young Ben Swanson. He's back in the studio. That's why he's back in the studio, and it's also his birthday. Happy birthday! Uh, Happy birthday to you. We'll clip this part out and send it to your mom. Happy <laughs> clip it birthday, out of the podcast if you want. Dear uh, Swanson. Yep. Swanson is a uh, now. Happy birthday to you. Wow, thank you. Thank you. Cha cha cha. Many more. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so now you can rent a car, right? Yeah. That's and nice. Drink and. <laughs> Do all sorts of things. That's what you'll have to do after this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Rent a car and drink. Perfect. <laughs> what, do, what do you think's in he this said cup? It. He said it. Ben Swanson did say it. I don't appro- it. We don't approve of that yeah. behavior. Uh, how does it feel to be back? We missed you. It's nice. Missed you. Uh, just went home for oh, an extended weekend. So To the woods. Yeah. In a, the cabin. I think last Thursday <laughs> I was out on the town uh, with uh, Bucky being Oh, reinstalled atop Bucky. Uh, the Bucky. More popular than Bucky. you'd expect. You, yeah. Bucky, of course, uh, had to be taken off of the scoreboard. His home. Correct. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's where he lives. <laughs> they took he's him off He's too good for his home. They rebuilt it. He did some renovations. Yeah. And now he's back home. And Swanson, he had some renovations. Swanson, hold on. Yeah. Phil, what did they find inside of Bucky? Gold. <laughs> He's no. made out of beer gold. You want to guess? You want to guess again? They uh, found something in one of his hooves. Are you serious? Yeah, you clearly didn't read Ben Swanson's story on Denver Broncos. They found something in his hoof. Com. Hoof. Yeah. <laughs> hoof. 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 Yeah, hoof. <laughs> uh, they did uh, a tooth. Oh, body part. <laughs> like like somebody like yeah yeah Jimmy Hoffa finger. bone. Yeah yeah. <laughs> Kinda Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> What did they find, Swanson? Uh, they found newspapers from when he was first built. Oh. Way back in the 1830s. Yeah. Apparently, uh, <coughs> his hooves were... What? Uh, his hooves? <laughs> were... Uh, hooves. Were there multiple uh, hoofs involved hooves? in this, or just one yeah, hoof? So Ma- one hoof? Bucky is mounted to the top of the scoreboard with I know. three mounts. Two of them are his back hooves. And so... Uh, that is just a silly word. I guess there was Oof. some damage to his hose. They had to rebuild him. <laughs> every, you are in every a weird time, mood. Oops. You are. Every time you say <laughs> his feet. Yeah, there you go. His feet. His feet. Yeah. yeah. See, where wow. does he have horseshoes? He's got wear slippers because yeah, so. he's at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get him some that's slippers. True. That's true. Yeah, get nice and cozy. I don't think fans really understand how big the scoreboard is going to be. Oh, it's enormous. It is huge. It's going to be one of the biggest scoreboards you've ever seen. Fourth largest in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, when, when it I, comes back. So when they first took him off, I went to the stadium. Like I was 400 on the, Swansons. I was on the it's top level. It's like they popped level. the top. Yeah. I was on That's the top a, level. Home. You come out into the upper deck, and you're just kind of level with, like, where Bucky is. Yeah. I uh, went back there for when they reinstalled him, expecting the, kind of the same thing. And it was higher. Yeah, you're like, uh, <laughs> I got to go all the way up to the very top. That's crazy. Hey. The very top of the stadium, yeah. just to get like, it looks level small. to the top. It's of the Swanson's birthday. He can tell a bad story if he wants to. <laughs> is the perspective is different though? He looks I'm much s- smaller. I'm sorry. Now, right? What is the? Yeah, I, I thought I heard that that Oops. article was one of the it was, best. That it was one, one, one of the top articles. I think it was the yeah. hooves. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know how many of you've written that have. Oh, the oh. oh. Yeah, I don't do the hoof articles. Yeah, blast. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe like Silverbroncos.com like, uh, beef right here. <laughs> it had a nice run until Javante Williams returned to practice. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Yeah. Nice reroute yeah. back to yeah, boom. back to the pike. Okay. Well, what did we get, Swanson? What did you get, Swanson's for his birthday? Because I got him a nice new easel. Oh he, really? Yeah, he hasn't got, I got any him yet, some but... clays. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I thought he might start to working with some clay. Yeah, maybe know? do a Bucky. Yeah, a miniature of his own. I do have to say, What's in the... the last podcast, uh, the part about the flannel not working with the rain was yeah, kind of interesting. It doesn't work in the rain. Have you heard you of grunge this. music? What coming from a Seattle? Nirvana? <laughs> yeah, you're like Nirvana. Huh? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Portland, all they do is wear flannel in the rain. Flannel yeah. in the rain. Yeah. I don't know what you were thinking. But it doesn't protect against rain. It gets soaking wet. Yeah, but then it you kind of gives wear you like a nice thing over it. You wear another yeah. flannel. <laughs> <laughs> Double flannel. Huh? Yeah. That could be nice. It's raining as we're uh, recording today. That's true. It's sad that OTAs are over for the day. Yeah. And the week. The different vibe when we record in the afternoon. Much sillier. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Let's uh, tell everybody, NZ Nation, what we're going to be talking about today. I would love to know, too. OTAs observations. What does that stand for? Organized team activity. I was unsure if you would know that. They did some activities. They did. Organized activities. They were very organized. They're voluntary. We should know that. They are voluntary, yes, of course. A lot of questions about individuals who are not in attendance. Mm. Sean Payton was not having any. Like, well, he said he'd been in contact with them. Yeah. So it made it sound like nobody was just, like, protesting the offseason program. <laughs> you know, it didn't make it. He didn't sound like that. That's what, That's one observation. Anyway, we got more. We'll talk Russell Wilson. Yeah. We'll talk Javante Williams. Ooh, a lot going on we'll there. We'll get into uh, the Brandon McManus news from mm. earlier in the week. Yeah. He is now signed, according to Adam Schefter, a one-year deal in uh, Jacksonville. I think according to Jacksonville, he is. Oh, did they put it out? They did. Oh, okay, so it's official now. Yeah. Brandon McManus, uh, no longer a Denver Bronco. The oh. last remaining player from the Super Bowl 50 team. Yeah. So what are the Broncos going to do like kicker now? Ooh. Well, I think Swanson. We got a voicemail. Yeah, we got a voicemail. With some, some suggestions. Yeah. So I think Swanson could do it. Any other topics? One last topic to get to, uh, Eric, and this is a, a favorite, I think. Jonathan Cooper. Yep. Out there wearing number zero, Eric. Mm. We'll just talk about jersey numbers a little bit, you know, and why. You know, Jonathan Cooper, of course, wore zero at Ohio State. Yep. So, and he's got a couple of O's in his name. <laughs> Just makes sense, you know. I think he's got Cooper. four, right? Cooper. He's. I think he's got four Ooh, O's. Yeah. Jo- yeah. Yeah, because it's uh, Jonathan. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Cooper. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get into him wearing zero and just uh, jersey numbers in general. Okay. Just some thoughts there. Sure. Just Love thoughts. thoughts. Uh, Eric, this is an interactive show, you know? We get silly. We want everybody to get silly with us. How does someone get silly? If you want to get silly, Phil, you want to get silly with Philly, you leave an email at neutralzoneshow at gmail.com. You leave a voicemail at 707-NEUTRAL. We got a voicemail. We'll play a little bit later. We did. You can tweet at us on Twitter at Eric Delal with an A, at Phil Milani with a PH, one L. Not non-traditional spelling. Non-traditional spelling. One L on the Phil. Yeah. Not on the Phil up. The full. No. One L on the Milani. Yeah. It's true. Or, Phil, perhaps our favorite way, if you want to see our smiling faces and yeah. and Swanson. Swanson missed the blue Swanson memo. Missed. I'm yeah. wearing blue. I don't You're know what happened blue. there. I don't know. He missed it. Look at, that. Look at that shot. Out. Oh, it my beautiful. goodness. Yeah, it looks beautiful. What are you wearing? Swanson what do you got a there? Bit off. Um, Old Navy? No, I think this is a Banana Republic. Oh. Uh, that's pretty much, that's the whole wardrobe. That's the go-to. It's either Nike or Banana Republic. I nice. I like that. But no free pub. No free pub. Yeah. Well, what country pub is that? We know what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Uncle Peter? This is, this is get, Peter. Can you give me that? This is Peter. Yep. Yeah, he came down and gave me that. Only the best. Huh? Uh, anyway, Phil, you if you want to see the blue memo, you want to see the blue, you uh, go to the old YouTube, Broncos official YouTube page, yeah. you leave a comment. We'll read it right here we on will. the air. Uh, Dennis Murtha, love the show. Thank you both. That's because both Swanson, implies yeah, no Swanson. Swanson. Uh, um, a couple of people, uh, Tom Agnetti, our friend, uh, Beach Bums 63, um, talking about 
the firemen. Who, which Broncos player would you want to come save you if you were in a burning building? They're going with Quinn Miners. Mm. Eric. Quinn Miners. That big old belly going to get through a doorway? I think so. Okay. Maybe, maybe you got to suck it in? Yeah. You know, Santa's got a big belly, and he goes right down the chimney. He's got magic. That's true. Maybe Quinn Miners' magic. Quinn Miners' you magic. You, of course, said Mike McGlinchey, who after seeing Mike him McGlinchey. on the podium today, I... A lot of fireman qualities yeah, with that individual. Tremendous jawline. Yeah. Which you have to you have consider. To have. You have to consider it. Yeah. I picked Cream Jackson. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. And, of course, we talked a lot about K-Jack last week, too. Swanson. Swanson, you, you want to weigh in on that? You pick McManus? No, I went with, I think I went with uh, Jonas Griffith. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Just a uh, nice guy. Well, we talked about in the office about uh, someone who is like athletic enough and can go into like smaller spaces if needed and uh, obviously strong enough to carry one of us out of there. And so I felt like a linebacker was. Linebacker, yeah, we have, somebody mentioned uh, Josie Jewell. Oh yeah, yeah. How long? That was a uh, Nick Alamia. Uh, Jeremy says, "Does the XFL stand for Extreme Football League?" Sure. Still do not know the answer uh, to that one. Um, okay, Jez, uh, J. Prez Bronk, who has uh, provided commentary for us to talk about the last several weeks here. Yep. Uh, this one, this time he wants to know uh, what's the best football movie of all time, best football movie mm. of all time. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Well, the, he said Friday Night Lights. He right? He likes Friday Night Lights. It's a tremendous movie. That's a good movie. I love it. Yeah, it's a nice movie. I love it. Um, it's a nice film. I, I would probably go with the, with that as my number two movie. Oh, yeah. but first teaser. 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 First, Jerry Maguire. Oh, is that a football movie? Have you watched it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a football movie. But it's not about, like, the guts and the, the overcoming adversity to get Rod Tidwell overcomes field. a lot of adversity. Well, that's true, but it's not like... Von Miller posted it. It's sort of it. like a rom-com. Von Miller posted it. I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. It's a football movie. Okay. It's kind of like the same way Die Hard, some people say, is a Christmas movie, but it's not. This is a football movie, I think. Okay, you think Swanson is uh, Jerry Maguire? Is that a football movie? Football movie. Um, yeah, sure. It deals with that business of it more so. Yeah, but, business uh, of football. It's still <laughs> part of it. Like you would say, would you say like Draft Day is a football movie? Like yes, I that's would. a football movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the I same think, thing. Yeah, I think it's kind of similar in that vein. Yeah, it is. I think I'll go with Remember the Titans. Of course, you would. That's like a nice, that's just yeah, like a def- nice movie. Yeah. That's a nice film. I like that one. You ever seen the original Longest Yard? I have, yeah. Of course. That's that one's one. good. That's I like the one. Adam Sandler one too. It's kind of funny. The Adam Sandler one's funny. nice, yeah. Waterboy is really funny. Mm. Yeah. That's a nice football movie. That's a very funny movie. The yeah. Replacement? Is Forrest Gump a football movie? No, so you probably think so. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Jeremy Maguire. Okay. We could probably go a long time on that one. Yeah. Um, uh, we also should mention that the Denver Nuggets uh, are heading to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. Last week, what took so we unveiled that uh, Eric is, in fact, a Lakers and LeBron James fan. Just a LeBron fan. Let's be clear that if he goes to, like, the Warriors, I'll be on that bandwagon. Darren Tadlock says, time to find a new My Everything, Phil. I agree. I understand. I agree. Edwin Espinoza, Nuggets all the way. E Rick. He he put the E on there just to disrespectful. Just put some disrespect on my name. Get in there, yeah. Um, and I think that that's all the comments. For no, this somebody yeah. left a comment that said we never read their comment. Oh, that's Jasmine. Yeah, we do. Well, we've read a lot of her comments, Jasmine. Is that who it was? Uh, it says, hi, I've left comments the last couple of episodes. You guys haven't read them. Crying emoji. Yeah, so just read it. Make her happy. Anywho, great show. We will beat the Chiefs this season. There you go, Jasmine. I'm sorry. Thank it's, you, Jasmine. It's been a couple of weeks. We got to kind of, if we, if we read it every week, you would just come to expect it. But then if we, sort of a game, you know, we got to take it just away, make them want it more, they'll give it, uh, you know. <laughs> 
Okay. That's, that's how you do it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's on the Broncos' official YouTube page. Can't wait. It's kind of nice. I like that. I like going there. Eric, let's get into our first topic of conversation, and that's our OTA's observations. Uh, we saw a practice on Thursday, uh, our first look at this team, uh, our first t- look at, like, Sean Payton out there on the same field as Russell Wilson at the same time. Your takeaways, Eric. Yeah, they were both out there. That's they true. They were both out there for the first time. <clears> I will say, on. normally, Phil, we were able to provide a little bit more insight into what happened during an OTA practice, uh, potentially during a training camp practice. You mean like some specifics? Yeah, the the fans may be a little bit confused why you're not getting the the highlights play play. during uh, team period or the play-by-play or this guy picked off this person. Uh, under the new media policy, which Sean Payton has brought with him from New Orleans, it's a little bit more... Um, there's just less of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everything Sean Payton is doing is to win football games and to give his team an advantage. And so presumably having less info out there for other teams is helpful to this team. I think that's probably the philosophy. So Yeah, and I'll just say this as a fan myself. I think that you hear, like, little bits and pieces, and then all of a sudden, like, things get blown out of proportion, and then you're like, that really wasn't that big a deal. Yep. You know, or like an injury sometimes. Sometimes somebody will be like, oh, so-and-so is not out there to, at the start of practice. What's going on? And then it kind of becomes a big thing. And it's like, oh, uh, they were just changing shoes in the locker room. Yeah. A, a good know? example of so, that was today, Jerry Judy collided with somebody on a route. Yep. He left practice, not not into the locker room, but just to the side of the field and was evaluated by trainers. Sean Payton has talked about this after practice, which is why we're able to, to talk about it here. Had that happened with live tweeting, the moment, he would have said Jerry Judy goes down, Jerry Judy big, on sideline with big trainers, thing. big issue. Whereas what ended up happening is Sean Payton went to the box. That's what we call the podium there. Yep. And he said, Jerry's fine. Jerry's got a thigh bruise. So yeah. um, still not a, a great moment to have happen, but no. certainly the, the lack of real-time response there probably gave it some context, yeah. prevented people from freaking out, oh, no, Jerry Judy's hurt, blah, blah, blah. So Yeah, or like say like an interception, you know what I mean? Right. You don't know everything that's going on out in practice. They're working on situational stuff. They're doing all this different kind of thing. You know, Not the, trying to throw incompletions, though. No, that's a Pat Shermer. That's not what this team's trying to do. Uh, we don't know everything that's Subtle. going on in this situation. <laughs> you brought it up, but I mean, yeah. yeah you mine was, more of, a well, ref- you mine was more of a reference. Yeah. And then you I were just like, that was this guy. It. I made it clear. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and so, and then you're like, oh gosh, so and so is not having a good OTAs. Yeah. They threw this interception. Yeah. Or like, so and so is having a great, inter- uh, you know, OTA. He had this pick. Yeah. We're seeing a very small window into everything that's going on and so we, we should kind of like it we're seeing one ota per week yeah, that's so right. i just think it's good to not blow things out of proportion all of that said two things really stand out to me phil one probably number one which i'm going to talk about it first uh javante williams back out there on the field um we can't discuss again how involved he was but i would say the the sentiment among the media, Phil, was surprised and maybe even somewhat shocked that Javante was out there um, participating. Sean Payton, after practice, said he was a limited participant. Um, and certainly he had some guys that we believe were not participating due to injury, and so Javante did more than they did. Um, he's only seven months removed yeah. from this injury. That It was not just an ACL, Phil. He, he severely injured his knee. There were reports around that time I think after he got surgery that he might not be able to play in 2023 at all. And so the fact that he's out there already and listen, I don't know what this means for the season. Obviously they're not permitted in OTAs to have contact. So we're a long way from him being in a game, but the fact that it's the end of May and he's already out there doing stuff, that is it was surprising. incredible news. Yeah. I, what do you think about that? Do you, I mean, obviously the Broncos want to be smart with him. They want to just take things uh, slowly here. I think the player obviously wants to get back out there. Do you know what I mean? That's yep. just sort of the natural instincts like, hey, I got to get back out there. How do you think they play this here? I mean, obviously it was just one practice we saw today, but um, would you just like sort of just say, hey, 
let's just do a little bit of stuff here. And w- once we get to training camp, maybe we can ramp it up here. Or what do you think? Yeah, and again, because we can't discuss exactly what he did, it's you know we're not allowed to go into how much he he did or all he that was stuff. Limited. We yeah, know that. obviously not a full participant. So they are managing him a little bit there. Um, and I, you know, I, I kind of think that. So Sean Payton said every day they get a report from the medical staff. This guy's full. This guy's limited. This guy's out. Um, Javante was limited. We don't know if he practiced yesterday. We don't yep. know if he practiced Tuesday. We don't know if he'll practice next Tuesday when they're back. But we, he was out there today. He was out there today. So th- they could be doing every other practice. They could be doing one practice a week. We don't know exactly what the yeah. – so they could be playing it safe or holding him back. He could not do anything yeah. next week. Um, and they could just be saying, hey, kind of let's get him out here on the field every once in a while. I would say that getting him out there now, if he's able and, and it's safe for him to do so, which I'm going to assume it is, otherwise he wouldn't yeah. be out there, is good from a mental standpoint because I, I do think – one of the issues coming back from a knee injury is you get to training camp and all of a sudden there's there's a time crunch. Even though you've got a month and a half until a game, you get pads on in like the first week of August and all of a sudden you've got to get going. And we've seen guys like Bradley Chubb, I think KJ Hamler, right, where you come back and if it doesn't feel right, right away. There's a mental side of it. There, there's a mental side of it, but I, I think when you start, when you when you don't get on the field until August, I, I think there's like that that ticking clock of, yeah. I got to figure this out quick. I got to push myself to be ready. There's a ton of questions. Hey, when is this guy going to be back on the field? Is he going to be ready for week one? All this stuff. Yeah. And it becomes, I do think there's there's like a mental barrier. And the pads are coming to, on in a couple of days. Like all, the ramp up is Rapid. Right, and then all of a sudden, if you want to participate, you've got to be in pads and you've got to be going. You've got to be ready to go. So yeah. if, if he's able to go now on a limited basis and kind of get over, obviously still not going to get hit yet, still not going to be going full speed, still not going to the ground. Yeah. But if you're able to get in there and be like, okay, I'm, I'm okay being around these bodies, going through this hole, uh, planting on my knee, those sorts of things. Yeah. I, I think it's good to overcome that now that barrier and give yourself some time where you say okay i've got an extra four weeks here where i can practice and get used to this and then hopefully that makes the the process when you get to august a little bit easier yeah i i mean uh, obviously they're being safe with him and they're taking the, a conservative approach so it was surprising to see him out there i just hope the last thing that you would want with javante is uh something else to happen or like a setback or something like that so you just want to be really smart with he him looked good yeah yeah he did. That was surprising. That was really surprising. And uh, by all accounts, the way that they've constructed this team, it does seem like running the football is going to be very important. So yeah, and the the, he's, uh, the makeup of the team with you have Javante Week One, very different than not having him. Obviously, yeah, that's not a not Raiders a, revenge game, baby. Let's go. Yeah, maybe no Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, we'll have to see. We got the foot surgery. Yeah, the foot surgery. Uh. But yeah, Javante. Uh, Really good to see him back out there. We know he's been working hard for a long time to get back. Yeah, but seven yeah. months. It's incredible. It kind of reminded me of like uh, like 2014. Chris Harris, he tears his ACL. What the divisional round of the playoffs? That's January. Yeah, I guess the Chargers. Yep, yeah, and he was back. And he returned early in training camp, uh, July 30th. That's just a little over six months. Like uh, every. It's not a competition. You know, the, these. Like ACL injuries are all different. Like, yeah, it's not. But Javante wasn't just ACL. Yeah, they yeah. said he like, shredded. I don't everything. know what else happened. Yeah, it was something, not good. something happened. Something happened. It was not good. Shout out to the surgeon. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, shout out. That's for later. Um, so yeah, Javante being out there is one thing, and then obviously our first chance to see Russell Wilson right. uh, in this Sean Payton He's on offense. He's the Eric Dalala diet. Yeah, just keeping it trim, tight. Yeah, that's what mean and lean. I think yeah. you called it. Yeah, yeah. I you, saw you got one of those. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> you're canceled, Swanson. <laughs> um, uh, I think Sean said after practice that Russ looked sharp. He looked good. Um, part of this process is going to be there are plays that look really good, and you see the potential, the flashes. Um, I would say there were a couple of those that I saw today. Some nice throws from Russell Wilson uh the the flip side of that is not everything's going to be perfect in terms of knowing the offense but obviously it's 
It's May. OTAs is just starting. There's been three of them. Got, what, seven more to go, I believe? Yeah. And then a little mini camp there. a mini camp, so plenty more time. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, again, I've said again and again, I'm not going to overreact to what happens in OTAs, but it's just nice to see kind of the the first – yeah. steps and um you get a feel for like what's going on but jerry judy had a nice day working with russ and so those sorts of things are good to see yeah at this point in the offseason this is the first time we've heard from russell wilson since sean payton was hired way back in february here so you know it was our first chance to just get his reaction to that right uh you know he called uh sean payton one of the best coaches in the nfl uh he called uh, sean payton an excellent teacher you know, and I will say Russ did look a lot more fit out there and yeah. he was moving around. He looked good. You know, he looked nice. And uh, they asked him uh, exactly how many pounds he lost. And he was like, I'm not getting into that. Yeah, he said he wasn't counting, which. Because, sure of course, is. that would become a huge story. Like, oh, right. Russell Wilson, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but 12.2 you know, pounds. Exactly. Yeah, we but don't need he to. He looked good. Yeah, yeah he did. It looked, uh, it looked like. That was a focus for him, and uh, he did say, "Look, I'm trying to have the best off season possible." And so, uh, it seems like he's had that focus and that dedication. And you know, later on in the day, we heard from Mike McGlinchey, and he called Russ the hardest working guy in the building. So, um, by all accounts, uh, Russ taking this off season very seriously. Yeah, and, and listen, we know outside of here and externally, there are a lot of questions about Russ, a lot of criticism. It's clear that he's not lost the faith of the guys in the locker room. It's clear that the, these new guys, Zach Allen, Mike McGlinchey, both of whom played against Russ because they, they were in the NFC West. About. They know what he's about. They believe in this guy. Um, and then you pair him with Sean Payton, who's one of the best offensive minds in the history of the game. And it, it'll just be really exciting to see how that comes together. And yeah. I, it will be a process. Um, you know, at this time last year, there were a lot of questions to Nathaniel Hackett of how fast can this happen? I don't think the same questions have been asked yet to Sean Payton or Russ just because when we haven't spoken with them as much, but, but two, I think there's just this assumption that because it's Sean Payton, it's going to happen it's really fast. Happen. Yeah. And, and I agree to, to some extent it should, I would think it should be better than it was faster given the he's lack of success last year, but, but yeah, but he's um, done this for a long time. You know, he's taught a lot of players, you know, yeah. and there is something about the way that Sean speaks like just even to the media that it's like he's speaking in a way that like is helping you understand like he, he there are like teacher qualities to the way he talks yeah you know i i get why russ would be like he's a really good teacher so and they're installing a brand new offense you know so right. that takes time yeah and you know some of the things like i think mike mcglinchy said it's there are similar concepts to what he did with san francisco in some ways but it was like he's doing Rosetta Stone because it's yeah. a, a different language you've got to learn. Is that what people still do with the Rosetta Stone? Um, I thought that was a Duolingo. Thing. Yeah, that's what that's the one I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of apps out a lot there. Of apps. You, yeah, you do the translate. That's what I kind of. Oh, you do that one. Yeah. Maybe he could have his phone out there. Russ does the huddle, and he's just got his phone up in there, and then he's like, like translate. Oh yeah. And then it lock right. It up. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, then he goes to the line. That's that could be good. I don't know what you do with your phone during the play, but stick it in your pocket. Yeah. Maybe in your sock. Mm. Yeah, like T.O. You get down in your stance, just slide it in the sock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Could be easy. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? That's my translate. Or he could have one of the, the wristbands. Oh, the wristbands. And just have the in phone there. in there. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's possible. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, wristbands. Yeah. Harder on the road, Very controversial. but still possible. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think those were my two kind of main takeaways from this Most definitely. this are, first OTA session. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's Russ and uh, and Javante. Those uh, all eyes were around those two guys out there. So, and you know what? I You know what I like about OTAs? It's the first time that the rookies are out on the field with the, with the grown men, the veterans there. And that's uh, it's always interesting. Like, hey, how does – like when Drew Sanders is out there with the, all the other rookies – he looks a little bit different than some of those guys. What does he look like when he's out there with the vets? Yeah. But I, th- I thought he looked like he fit it right in. Yeah, I agree. So, and it was fun to see some of the free agents that the Broncos got that we yeah, haven't seen out there. Exactly. You know, uh, Marquez Calloway, yep. McGlinchey, Zach Allen, big we guy. saw out there. Big guy. Yeah. Ben Powers. Yep. A lot, of, a, 
you know, Draymond Smith. What do you think about McGlinchey? He said that uh, he felt like the offensive line has a lot of talent. Well, they've got going to be key for this. They've got team. what two first round picks? Yeah. Well, they got the ball. Yeah, we, they got Bulls and then McGlinchey. Yep, that's two. That's uh, the two. They got the Lloyd Cushenberry, Sir. Sir Lloyd Cushenberry, Quinn Miners in the middle there. And then Quinn Ben Miners. Powers. I'm not sure when he was. I think he was a fourth sixth. round. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah, fourth. Nice. I do my homework. Yeah. So you know, they've. I mean, they've got it. Talented guys, and uh, it's about putting it together. I mean, this yeah. time last year, you also would have said, "Hey, they got some good players on that line." Didn't pan out the way they wanted. So. Um, yeah, I liked when Mike McGlinchey, he was asked about last year and how many sacks they gave up. And he said, I'm not here to talk about last year, but there are two jobs for the offensive line. One is to run block, and one B is to keep the quarterback off the ground. And he said that no matter what system he's in, it's his job to be as good as he possibly can to do those two things. Yeah, you got to keep Russell Wilson healthy. Yep. Got to get him out on the field, you know, so keep him out there. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, the start of OTAs this week here for the Broncos and really our first look at this team. Uh, certainly a lot's going to change before training camp and then the regular season. You know, uh, we, Sean Payton even said that. And uh, that was um, in relation to our second topic. Mm. Transition. Uh, topic number two here, talking about Brandon McManus. Uh, he obviously is now a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He is. Jaguars. 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 Um, and uh, now the Broncos have to find a kicker. And uh, Sean Payton was asked about that uh, today, and uh, he said, "Look, like uh, we're always looking to make changes to this team. We we're in the process of maybe adding some other players, and you know uh, that's just part of the deal. Is that you you got to make changes and free up space uh, wherever you can. So uh, that's what happened with Brandon McManus. Yeah, obviously uh, made a lot of big kicks for this team, second leading scorer in franchise history." Um, I mean, just, just honestly was not quite as um, his percentage went down last year. I think dipped below 80% for the first time in five years, something like that. Uh, so it was not as efficient, obviously. I think from beyond 50, it wasn't as good as you would like it to be. So from that standpoint, and then also you talk about from a, a financial standpoint, if you want to add quality free agent players at this point, and you can free up some cap space, that's a big part of it. So yeah. I would imagine both those things probably went into it. Um, and you're right, now they got to find a kicker, and there's some veteran guys out there. There's some been There's been some reports about uh, potential tryouts for the Broncos, nothing official yet in terms of who they're signing or, or how those yeah. workouts went. Um, but listen, I, I think that you, there are a lot of good kickers in this league. I think you're going to be able to find somebody – um, and if you're able to, I mean, not to discount the importance of a, a kicker, because obviously you need somebody to make those clutch plays, but if there's a, if you feel like, Hey, we need another defensive lineman and there's a veteran out there, or we need another pass rusher. And there's a guy out there seems like that's a better use of resources just from a team building standpoint. Yeah. Me. I mean, I think that you address like, Hey, there's some needs out there. Maybe there's like a guy you got your eye on and you're like, okay, well, how can we make this possible? Yeah. You know, uh, then you got to make, you got to make a move somehow, you right. know? So, uh, we wish, uh, Brandon McManus, uh, well, obviously moving forward, you get to know a guy after a while, you know, he did a lot of stuff uh, with anti-bullying while he was here. That was obviously a big cause to him. And, uh, you know, the Broncos don't win Super Bowl 50 without some of those no, clutch kicks. That of course not. So uh, the kicker is always like that kind of position where you don't, like, necessarily think about them all the time. But then when it's their time to go, sure, you you almost expect automatic makes. You're like, well, you got to make this. And when that's your job, that is sort of the deal, right? And that's there were like, some issues last year. Yeah, and it wasn't always wasn't necessarily always his fault no but it wasn't like that super bowl 50 year right where he was making everything you know and yeah. you just asked him to go do it and he did it no it wasn't he had, he wasn't quite at that same level and i i don't know i this probably doesn't have much to do with it at all but i, I do think you know they, they are turning over a new chapter and yes slowly super bowl 50 guys have left and um you know i think the fact that now you've got a, a bunch of hungry guys who have not achieved that level of success maybe it, i don't know maybe it just helps 
Yeah. And, you know, the Broncos have uh, a new special teams coaches that they really trust in here. Yep. Um, some guys, you know, Westhoff, uh, Kotwika, mm-hmm. that they are trusting. Like, they're, um, they've got a lot of knowledge, a lot of years, a lot of miles under their belt. They're trusting these guys that they'll be able to come in and find a kicker here. So you bring some tryout guys in, maybe they have some relationships with guys. That seems to be sort of part of the process, too, is like, hey, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows this guy. We're going to bring him in. Right. You know, so that this it's a small special teams world out there, it feels like. Yeah. And they'll find a, they'll find the right guy, and it might be you might have somebody, have a couple of guys in training camp compete. We'll have to see how it goes. But um, there are veterans. If you're wondering, like, well, who are the veterans that are out there? Mason Crosby is out there. Uh, maybe some kickoff issues at this point in his career, but he's really a reliable guy, a former buff. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, I think uh, Ryan Suckup is still out there. Brett um, Mayer. Uh, yep, Robbie Gold is out there. So I think that um, there's some guys who are who are out there who have played a lot of games in the NFL. So yeah. There's some um, options. Yeah, there's options. And then maybe they go in a different direction. They get a younger guy, something like that. So uh They'll be able to do it. They'll have a they'll have a kicker. They'll have some options. Yeah. So, uh, wonder if they have a guy out there who they have in mind to bring in that they had to make this move for. So, mm. well, and you saw it like Jacksonville released their kicker. Exactly. Because actually, they, but they they traded him. Oh, did they? I think that just came out. Yeah, they oh, traded him to trade. somebody. Oh, got Minnesota it. maybe. Uh, it is a small. Well, who so. is Minnesota's kicker? Boom. You just. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Somebody the knows. Dominoes I don't know. Start falling, you know? Um, and then the last thing we wanted to talk about here on this episode of the Neutral Zone, Eric, jersey numbers. You saw these guys out there in their jerseys uh, today for the first time. Zach Allen wearing 99. Yep. His old friend, uh, obviously, J.J. Watt, wore 99 in Arizona. Uh, and then uh, one noticeable number out there was Jonathan Cooper wearing zero. Of course, now you can wear zero. Yep. And uh, I'm just interested, you know, do you think that that fits a defensive end like him, a pass rusher? What, what do you think of when you think of the number zero? Mm. Well, it's new, right? Because they it's just they made yeah. the rule. Everybody can wear it except a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman because he's a linebacker. He's, he's eligible. I mean, it's, it, it looks cool. We'll have to, I think you've got to play up to a certain level once you get that number. Maybe, maybe it inspires you to, to play well. Um, he's been kind of a depth guy. Had a couple a good game against Dallas a couple years ago. Um, we'll have to see kind of how the outside linebacking room develops. Obviously, uh, Baron Browning was not there today. Uh, Sean Payton said that he's been in contact okay. with Baron, but we don't. Sean's not going to get into those sorts of things, so we don't yep, know exactly don't what's know. going on there. Um, but you know, Cooper was called into action last year. If he's able to to play well, it'll be very cool. You know, a guy getting a sack wearing zero. Do you it's think cool. that zero needs to be like reserved for a guy? You know, of course, Deion Sanders up in CU has been talking about single digits. Yeah. You know, and the importance, like you got to be that guy yeah. to wear a single digit. Do you think about single digits that way, or is that not a that's not a big thing to you? Well, and the, I mean, the way the NFL is set up, that's still kind of a new rule, and yeah. so I don't know that it's as big a deal in, be that in the dude. NFL. And I would say for Cooper, it's probably less about. Like, oh, it's a single digit and more that he wore zero at Ohio State. Yeah. And at Ohio State, I think they gave that number out as like the Special. block O for, um, you know, a, a captain, a guy that was a type of guy that people looked up to. Exactly. And so for him to get that back, um, there's probably an emotional connection there too. It gives him some confidence. So I'd imagine it's less about, oh, let me, let me wear Flash. zero because it's flashy. Let me wear it because I earned that Ohio State and it'd be cool for me to go back to that. Now, we should mention that if guys want to switch jersey numbers and they've got all these jerseys out there, they have to pay some of that, right, Eric? That's sort of how that, my understanding that works. That if, is that if you want to, so Jerry Judy, for example, has talked about going from 10 to 4. Which he wore at Alabama. Yep. If he wanted to go to 4 immediately, he would have to buy all the merchandise that's printed with Judy 10. 10. So jerseys, T-shirts. Wow. Um, I don't know exactly how much that is, but presumably it's not um, an insignificant amount. My understanding is that if he were to give, or any player were to give a year's notice, and he were to they say, to in 2024, 
I want to wear zero or wear four, uh, he would be able to do yeah. that without any penalty. Yeah. The issue with doing that, or the difficulty at least, is that. But if they sign a guy, comes yeah, in you don't know if someone's going to be wearing four. four. Yeah. You know, I think what Jared Stidham is wearing it now. He's wearing four. Yeah. Uh, if Jared Stidham decides I don't want to give up four, then then you're in a weird then spot. You're in a, yeah, then you're in a yeah. tough spot. So. Yeah. We and have plus, not, like, what if some kid just got this fresh orange ten Jerry Judy, and then you know he opens it up, he's like, yeah, and then like actually that's not. Yeah. And we saw KJ Hamler do that, right? Because he, he went from thirteen to one to one um, over the course of an offseason. So presumably he had to, so to pay that out. Pay it out. I would assume there's less KJ Hamler merch out there than Jerry Judy. Um, and again, with Jonathan Cooper, I would assume that he had to pay that out. But yeah. there's probably not a ton of pre-made Jonathan Cooper jerseys that he's got to yeah. buy up. That's true. So. Maybe this leads to a little uh, spark for him. Yeah. Whatever it takes. And I do think what JL Skinner wore that number. He wore zero in college. State. Um Boise. And you know, we'll have to obviously all these numbers are subject to change before the start of the regular season. Um guys across the roster who are who are vets and had their first choice of numbers before certain guys who are signed or before rookies, maybe they get cut, they're not with the team. You can switch ahead of the season. So Riley Moss was asked, you know, hey, why'd you choose your number? He goes, I don't know. They just gave me this. Yeah. I, it, that, I think J.L. Skinner did a tweet that suggested that maybe the rookies were just assigned numbers. Yeah. He was, he's 46 at the moment. Um, that could change. The rookies could so, change before the season. Yeah, it's possible. And I don't know if, like, a, like, you look at Marvin Mims, for example, there's not that many numbers to choose from. That's true. So At that point, he's number 83 He's right number now. 83 right now, but a lot of the teens are – Taken. Yeah, it's taken. So I don't know if maybe there's a guy that... Prime real estate, the, yeah. those teens. Yeah. So 83 is not a bad number. No. Wes Walker. Yeah. It's a great number. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about, uh, like, uh, guys who with their autograph, it, it has a number included in that? Mm. Would that be your thing? Would you be it like, Makes it Eric difficult Dillow? for us over here because... We like to take a photo of the guy signing. Yeah. And then they sign with their number, and then we got to Photoshop the number out. Yeah. So we can't, we can't. Yeah, we don't know there. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would you be that kind of, if you were a player, yeah, would you put that, your yeah, number in there? So. Yeah. I think it's good for, uh, for a fan because you get a bunch of autographs during a day and maybe you're not sure. You don't know what happens. who. Yeah. Number. You're like, oh, look, there's uh, there's number three. That's Russ. Totally. Totally. Oh, no, does Russ do three in his? I don't I, think so. I think he does a Bible verse. I think, mm. yeah. You could do like Eric Delisle, a little microphone for the podcast. NZ, Eric like Delisle, NZ, a little, three. little three in there, little three. Oh, nice. Yeah, like John Elway seven. You're like that's yeah, an iconic you know. signature. You know that one. I don't think Peyton does eighteen. Peyton does an interesting thing when he signs, where if he does a message, he puts it in quotes. Oh, got it. Like, like he'll do like Peyton Manning. someone else, like Muhammad Ali, something you know. No, like he'll do Peyton Manning and then he'll put like best wishes, but best wishes is in quotes. Why do you think he does that? I don't know. It's interesting. I've that always kind of wondered. Yeah. Ask him next time. Why do you do this? Yeah. yeah. What's what's going on with the signature? Yeah, this is just a uh, Google search, so no idea if this is accurate, but it looks like he does have 18 in his. Oh. Well, you don't I'm know just anything. Wrong again. <laughs> well, guess what? Wrong again. But it varies. Okay. Okay. Nice. Anything else you want to say on the jersey number? What did you think about Jim Irsay not having Peyton Manning in his top five? Oh, I didn't see players. that. What did he say? He, he ranked his top five NFL players of all time. Of all time. All time. And he had Elway in there, but not Peyton. Oh. Then he clarified. Irsay had an Elway in there. Yeah, but not Peyton. Wow. Then he had to That's clarify. Kind of interesting that Irsay would have a. I get, a I get it. You got that, right? Yeah, I got, yeah I got it. You're kind of stuck on a Peyton, but this the Elway is also interesting. The Peyton's okay. more interesting, right? Yeah, of course. And what did he say? Just oversight? Well, no, he no, said. He had bre- oh, maybe you're wrong. I'm not wrong. Looking at oh, the okay. tweet here. Once I don't know. My tweaks to my top five. Oh, oh he, yeah, he tweaked. Yeah. Make a little tweak. Before well, that's that, not good enough. He had Brady and Elway in the top five. But Brady was not uh-huh. number one. Oh. I think Jim Brown might have been number one. I think oh, that's how this all that's kind of how this Jim Brown's about. number one. Uh, Brady, number two, neck and neck between Brady and Peyton. So I guess this is post. You're this not is looking. The tweak. Look at the pre-tweak. Give me the OG. pre-tweak. 
<laughs> pre-tweak. <laughs> All right, pre-tweak. Jim Brown, Tom Brady, John Elway, Deacon Jones, Reggie White. Wow. No, and no then he, pain. <laughs> then he, he did a tweet that said that if you talk about the impact on a franchise, then Peyton Manning's number one. What? <laughs> <laughs> he might. He must have gotten a call from so Mr. He's Manning. Had several oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's very strange. Then this. I don't know. This, how, I don't know how much. This I other version has Jerry Rice number five. Too many tweaks here. A lot of, think, yeah. yeah. A top five is nice when it's like actually fifteen guys. Yeah, smart. Yeah, <laughs> T five. My top five Ten. guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Neck and neck. You know, either or. I saw Mahomes did his top uh, five quarterbacks of all time. He had LA. Did he? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Who do you have he, one? He said Brady. Uh, number five. It, it was, said uh, Dan or John. Yeah, it was mm. kind of interesting. Yeah, neck and neck as well. I don't know how. Fake. I don't know how you do that. Fake. One guy has so what he had two Brady, I assume. Super Bowls. Mahomes. Yeah. Do you have himself in there? No, he didn't. No. Have, no. no. Oh. Brady, Manning. Yeah, who who else did he have? Because we're looking it up. Joe Montana. Joe yeah, Joe Montana. I said Joe Montana. Johnny Unitas. Did he have Johnny Unitas? He might have he might have. I don't think he uh had them ranked necessarily, but he said uh here's your top five, just his quote not in order. Tom, Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers, Joe Montana, and then it gets down to Dan Marino or John Elway to round off your top five. That's that's his quote. Yeah, interesting. Aaron Rodgers, top five quarterback all time. Uh, interesting. Johnny yeah. Unitas? I wonder Nobody why he is, thought that. I wonder, I wonder why he thought that. Chargers quarterback? Johnny Unitas? Yeah, exactly. Legendary. Chargers quarterback. Yeah, I know. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe for another podcast, we can go long. We can yeah. do like a three-hour on the, our top five. It's hard to – I mean, if you're talking about most accomplished, it's hard to not say it's Tom, obviously. Yeah, the Super Bowls kind of put you into – But uh, if you're just talking about most talented, I think you can argue it's somebody that's not Tom. You mean physical skills? Yeah, like physical. What they could do with the ball out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think or just that, like you watch them play and you're like amazed. Wow. Yeah. Like Tom would just dink and dunk you. Yes. And just – Yes. crush your soul yes but it wasn't like it, he wasn't like running around doing crazy things where you were like yeah. oh my god this guy's amazing i think if you use that category like john and mahomes are like in a different sort of uh but i think watching like prime manning too you were like gosh he just physically he kind of crushed your soul he, the same way that tom did but he would he could put up points in a way that yeah but he, it's not like he, he would drop back. He would just scramble to the right. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. there, looped back around, but threw he across just, his he body. He would just cut, like, dice you up. Yeah. He, he made his some, accuracy was he made some throws that are just, yeah. Yeah. And I think that his unrelenting, like, it, it felt like sometimes, like, prime Manning, if you didn't score every possession, you were done. Yeah. Because you just knew he was going to. Yeah. That's how, like, from a Broncos perspective, those Bones. Broncos teams that played Manning in the wild oh. cards, those back-to-back years, yeah. you just, you're like, it's your toast. Over. Yeah. That's what makes that uh, AFC championship run so painful is because the Steelers beat Manning, and you're like, thank goodness we don't have to play this guy. Yeah. And they still um, lost. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bummer. The path was there. The road was path there. The path was there, yeah. Yeah. Seattle. That could have been a, that could have <gasps> been the all right well um i think we got a voicemail this week okay uh, i believe it's zach with a c calling in uh one of our uh long time leavers of voicemails and uh why don't we uh fire it away swanson go ahead guys it's zach with the c man we saw we released uh brandon mcmanus that guy's my you know that guy is he's a good kicker man and i know we're trying to replace him with ben swanson and I'm, I don't know that that's a good idea because he won't even show up every week for the podcast. I don't, I mean, you know, we sure, we sure we got his vacation schedule in for this, this fall. Cause if he doesn't show up and we don't got a kicker, uh, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, then you gotta get Phil out there with the cleat and Phil's gotta try to kick the ball. <laughs> and I don't know if that works. Um, anyhow, roll country. Thank you very much, Zach with a C with the N. Yeah. I wonder if he's, you know, you can hear his kid in the background there. 
you know, if he's working on, hey, what sound does a Bronco make? Nay. Oh. You, you know, you learn those things. How old is the kid these days? I don't know. How, a year? A year maybe? and a half? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Zach, let us know That's how old the... Uh, we've grown with the kid. Let us know how relationship old Bucky is. is. Bucky? Oh, yeah. You <laughs> think his, his kid's I think his kid's name is Bucky. Bucky. Who's, and hello to oh, Mrs. Who's. Zach, who sometimes yeah, listens. Of Thanks for listening. Uh, she's a Ravens fan, is that right? I think so. Yeah. Panthers, That's Ravens. True. I thought it was Ravens. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you don't want to see me kick a field goal. No. I think you're bad. I don't, yeah, back. I don't think you can yeah. bring your leg back. You see the hamstring, <laughs> the hamstrings get all tight and yeah. they connect to the lower back. So when you try to kick, it pulls your lower back. And, uh, the leg bone's connected to done. the knee bone. Yeah, exactly. Makes you think. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd be good for one kick and then done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Phil, thinking of, speaking of like the leg bones connected to the knee bone. Yeah. And um, the, the child that we just heard, what's your favorite yeah. uh, like kid's song? My favorite kid's yeah. song? Probably Wheels on the Bus. Wheels on the Bus. Yeah, Wheels on the That's Bus. That's a good My one. son, of course, is obsessed with that. You listen to that? About 100 times a day. You do the bus? The, he <laughs> says bus? Bus? Yep. <laughs> Maybe he's calling you I mean, boss. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Dad, Dad, bus, bus, please, bus, please. He says please. Yeah, please. Oh, I make him say please, and then oh, then he starts. Yeah, say it. please. Yeah, and then he says it. Yeah, so yeah, big we're Jerome Bettis guy. Yeah, we're gonna go. In. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. We gotta get him on a TD. Yeah, yeah. And then forget yeah. the bus. Javante. <laughs> Javante needs his own song, and then maybe oh yeah, get it going. Yeah. Well, what, what was your favorite? Uh, oh. Well, itsy bitsy spider, maybe. Oh, spider's scary. I like a nice little twinkle, 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 twinkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's nice. Swanson? Swanson? I think the boys are back in town. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's. Oh, nice. I can't think of anything. You don't know any. You don't know any children's yeah. songs. The alphabet song, same theme as uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Wow. Blowing my melody, mind. Melody, melody, not theme. theme. Yeah, yeah, melody. Different theme. The theme, <laughs> theme one theme, theme is letters. <laughs> the other theme is stars. stars. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sorry. not really. Same melody. Ring Around the Rosie. Would you consider that yeah. a song or more of a rhyme? No, I think that's a song. That's no, a, that's a row, song. How about Row, Row, Row Your Boat? My Little Teapot? Yeah. That's probably <laughs> Rock Swanson. Rock of Baby? Yeah. Swanson, give us Come your on. best little teapot. Give me pose. <laughs> pose? Tip. Well, you got to say something so that you can see it on camera. Out. There we go. Cool. There we go. So you got to tip over. Screenshot it. Tip over. Come on, Swanson. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. There you go. We got it. <laughs> Uh, Eric, I think it's time for shout-outs. I think so, too. Uh, yeah, we've reached that point in the show. Uh, anybody you'd like to? We'll shut up in Swanson. It's his birthday. Oh, it is his birthday. That's true. We, uh, we chatted about him already, so I don't want to get too too overboard, but a shout out we to appreciate Ben Swanson. Thank you. Yeah, Swanson. Congratulations. You're honor. Honor. day over 55. You've made it this far. These gray hairs have come with Earned. this show. Earned. Yeah, suffered. Really? Yeah. Endured. Uh, how about the oh nuggets? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, to the Nuggets. Nikola. Nikola Jokic, Jokic. of course, uh, the MVP of the Western Conference Finals. Eric, uh, how are you feeling? Uh, Dad, are you going to hop on now with us? Are you going to no? retire? Are you thinking no. about retiring? Hey, uh, Listen, you might not. I, uh, I think it'd be fake to, at this point, hop on the bandwagon. Oh, I, was, I think there's room. You could just say, yeah. hey, I was wrong. I, I would love I, to see them win the title. I can appreciate their greatness. No, I'm going to be a hater. So I'm going to root wow. for Hemi Butler. I'm going to be a hater. I mean, I like Jimmy, but oh. I'm going to be a hater. Well, I, of course, hey. before I came to the Denver Broncos, Phil, I worked in Miami covering the Miami Heat. Yeah. You did that long, long feature on Pat Riley, right? Yep. That was you. I did that yeah. one. You you yeah. obviously had the you same hairstyle well. there for a while. One, yeah. on, one, on one with yeah. Dwayne Wade. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. ESPN. Yeah. Also uh, does coverage. traditional Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne. non-traditional spelling of Dwayne. That's true. You you bonded. So you're gonna. Of course, I, think, I don't think any, as we're recording this, Miami is not punched their ticket. Okay, here's the, if the Celtics come back and win, I'm gonna cheer for the Nuggets. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I don't like the whole Celtics thing. Yeah, I don't like the Celtics thing. Well, the so Nuggets have uh, looked really, really good, but there's more work to do. That's true. Four more games. Yeah. So I think you take. How do you handle it? A conference championship, Eric. Like even for like uh, the Broncos, like no, I handle it. Like, oh, like uh, moving. Like what's your mentality? The, Gosh, you know? the Broncos won a conference championship. I'd be running through the streets. Yeah, it's hard because you're like you're happy, 
No, but I, there's there's like more to do, you know. Like you can't get too jobs happy. Jobs not anything. done yet. So yeah. I I think you're gonna if, have, still have an edge to you, but you you kind of let down for a second to like celebrate, and then you got to build that wall back up. Like there's obviously um, the Super Bowl that shall not be named um, in 2013. No, we don't, I don't know. Uh, people almost don't even that season's not discussed around here. Correct. Because it's, like it's, you don't even it's so it. hurtful. It's but disgust. I, but I think if... Uh, disgusting. Disgust. Like, if, if this year's team made it to the Super Bowl and lost, I think you'd still view that as, like, a huge... Oh, so huge, it depends on a team. Right. Because the expectations were so high with Peyton, yeah. I think there was something to be... Or it felt like a missed opportunity, right? right. That year. Where, yeah, like, yeah, we yeah, got to yeah. get one. Whereas, like, this year, if you made it all the way to the Super Bowl, I think you'd be like, wow, we way overachieved in terms of expectations expectations now but i'm a firm believer that like expectations change so like like if you win the conference championship your expectations are to win the super bowl sure you know so but like if if the nuggets don't win the finals are you going to look at this season as a failure i um i don't want to i don't even want to i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to entertain that thought at the moment i would say no it's not i mean it's my expectations now are to win the finals and if no, you, it's if not they, a failure? The, oh, it is a failure. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Well, wow. I don't know. Especially it's the first time in franchise. That's really hard. That's they face an eight seed? That's a hard thing that to think hard. about. Because you want to – it's a major accomplishment. They made the finals first time in franchise history. I don't Giannis know would be disgusted at you right now for even considering it's that it would be a failure. I mean, it's hard. the you best wanna, Nuggets yeah. team in franchise yeah. history. Yeah. You want to celebrate that, but you also recognize that, like, it doesn't mean much unless you win it all. Yeah, but I think there's – you're not going to like this. Oh, I should be careful here. The Carolina Panthers, for example, they're the sort of franchise that I think they're like, oh, we made it to a Super Bowl. That's great because they haven't had a ton of success. But they probably don't really talk about that. I, I bet you they don't talk about Super Bowl 50. You don't think so? I don't think so. Oh, I, what do you, you mean? You do? Like, like fans ooh, probably look fans, back – like Fans are still like – They're hyped over that year? They're not hyped about it, but they view it as a massive missed opportunity. No, but, that's what I'm saying. But it's not they, a success. But do they view that season as a success? Mm, I don't think so. I don't I think, think they view it in the same taste. way as yeah. they do. Uh, the 03? Yeah, 38, was it? The Dolome? The, the Janet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who? Oh. Um, yeah, they, I don't think they view it in that same way. Like, I mean, plus there's something to be said about just like. That first was our first one. It, yeah, so maybe, is maybe this is like uh, the 38. Yeah, I don't know. It would be I'm a lower. Sure. Yeah, well, like they were facing like the defending champions. It, it would be right? fine if the Nuggets win. I'm not I, like I'm not actively like oh they can't win. I just I think the nice thing is I want you to be upset. They have the nine days, so you can celebrate for a little and then get it get back locked in. I mean, Jokic could go back to Serbia for a few days and see his horses in. if he I wants. Michael Malone's going to have him locked in. I don't yeah, think I think he's so. Gonna yeah. let them. You go back and see the horses, or you stay here. Stay here. Okay. He's going to swim in his pool if it's sunny. That's what he said. Uh, not sunny right now. No, rain. A lot of rain. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay, and shout out to Liz Gerald. Of yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Community. Wouldn't really be a show. I went to a community much. event this week. How about that? Stop the presses. <laughs> what? Hold the phone. Yeah, we should have led off the top of this. Yeah. You did. With the, Urban oh, Peak. Uh, some Broncos players, Justin Simmons, Lloyd Cushenberry third. Yep. A sir. Sir, of course. Um, Demaria Crockett. They all went to Urban Peak to um, talk about mental health with some oh. youth who are experiencing homelessness. It's a nice deal. That's nice. Emotional, yeah, raw. And I was there to cover it. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, shout out to Eric Dahl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll probably talk about OTAs again. Probably. Some probably Russ again. Next week. Maybe some Russ, too. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what could happen? We don't. Maybe they'll have a new kicker by then. They could. Just I would think so. We really right? don't really know. Yeah, you got to get one in there. Yeah. Hard to practice without the kicker. Well, you got to do some special things. Maybe you just have the the machine. The jugs. Yeah. Yeah. You just. Yeah. So. They should just have a machine out there during the games, just like. <laughs> the guy operating the machine is or, the skill. Or you know. Get in there. They're like okay. Got rid of kickoffs. So. Yeah. Kind of. You know, a robot maybe just zzz, then try to kick it. I don't what know. Could be the future. Be? How far <laughs> away? Future. How Welcome far away do you think job. they could make a field goal from? Uh, that's a good question. You know those like uh, robots that Watch swing the golf ball. Coach. 
you know, like it's like testing a club and it's just like. You think they do that from the 48 or no? Probably farther. (laughs) (laughs) I think they could. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Late game, you know, you need a long, you need a long one. Yeah. Wheel out the robot. Number one, zero, one, zero, zero. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Their number is a, just a binary, <laughs> binary code. Yeah. They got to be a single digit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, this has been a very silly episode, but hopefully you enjoyed it. For Ben Swanson and Eric Dahl, I am Phil Milani. You've been listening to The, the Neutral, Neutral Zone. Zone.